listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Sharon Nelson. I am the president of the Fairfax Law Foundation, past president of the Virginia State Bar, and within the context of the ABA, I am with the Law Practice Division and the vice chair of the Education Board, and also president of my own corporation, Sensei Enterprises in Fairfax, Virginia. Today's show is being recorded on location during the ABA mid-year at the George R. Brown Convention Center in downtown Houston, Texas. We're here to cover this event and its highlights for you, our listeners. Joining me now is Lacey Durham, the chair-elect of the Young Lawyers Division and Andrew Schwach, the chair of the Young Lawyers Division. Welcome, both of you. Andrew and Lacey, good to have you with us. Good to be here. Thank you for having us. And I'm John Simic, the vice president of Sensei Enterprises and also involved in the ABA as a member of the Law Practice Division and SciTech. Lacey, uh, you're coming in as the chair. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Well, as the incoming chair, I'm most excited about getting together with all the different leaders across the nation and uh, putting forth our public service project. We have some great things lined up. Uh, I absolutely love the Young Lawyers Division because of the charity work that we get to do throughout the nation. Andrew, how about you? I mean, this is this is your year. Uh, you've been leading up to it, I'm sure. For, what, what are you looking forward to doing this year and what are your challenges? It's, it's going well. It's definitely a time-consuming endeavor, and so I'm lucky to have a law firm that supports me in my work at Baron Liebman. Uh, in terms of the work we've been doing this year, we already had one great conference in Portland, Oregon, which is my town. And so it was fun to see all of my ABA Young Lawyers Division friends in Portland, and it was a good opportunity to kind of really make a Portland-feeling conference with Portland-specific programming, great speakers, and stuff like that. Our public service project that we've been rolling out this year is called Project Street Youth, Young Lawyers Advocating for Homeless Youth. And so the focus there has really been on uh, setting up legal clinics across the country with the goal of delivering legal services to uh, homeless and transition youth to help them avoid minor criminal matters, preventing them from getting jobs, help them get government assistance to the extent they're eligible, and also help them with minor credit or uh, identity theft issues that are common uh, among that demographic. And another big push we've been doing this year uh, has been on the focus of health and wellness. So everything from trying to get a little more sleep to drinking more water, you know, we've been expanding that to having a track of programming at each conference where we have, you know, health and wellness classes, everything from how to eat healthy while eating out to uh, how to exercise at your desk or meditate at your desk to actual fitness classes and fun runs and stuff like that, with the idea being that you can still network and build relationships with other lawyers, even if you're doing something that's actually good for you. So, Lacey, next one's for you. Uh, Sharon and I have uh, presented many CLEs to the Young Lawyers Divisions, and we love your enthusiasm uh, you know, as, as a division. But t tell our listeners a little bit about, about the division and some of the reasons that they would want to join, other than the fact that they're young lawyers. Sure. <laughs> Well, we're the largest division within the uh, association with over 130,000 uh, members. We have over 30 committees that young lawyers can participate in. And absolutely one of the best draws to the division is the programming that we do in conjunction with the service. This year, you will find that Andrew has done a fantastic job uh, pulling together some great programming, covering everything from substantive programming to how to be a better young lawyer, as well as substantive programming. Uh, to really enhance our soft skills and make sure that we're connecting with people out in the community in a real and tangible way. Uh, and we also have a great uh, opportunity and track for diversity programming as well, just to make sure that we are continuously promoting diversity in all aspects. Great. 
Well, I think we'd like to hear from, from you, Andrew, a little bit about your real life. What do you do in, in real life? Where, where do you practice? <laughs> What's your area? Sure. Well, the ABA is its own kind. It's like a second yeah. second world. The ABA <laughs> does feel like my life lately, but uh, it's been pretty fun. So uh, I've been practicing labor and employment law exclusively for 10 years at a firm in Portland, Oregon called Baron Lehman. And I do defense side uh, employment work, pretty much everything ranging from drafting and revising an employee handbook to going in-house and training employees or supervisors. My girlfriend calls me the fun police because I tell people what they can't do in the workplace. Uh, HR or company execs will call me and say, hey, I've got this employee who showed up drunk or did something stupid. Can I fire them? Am I going to get sued? So I'll do kind of on-the-spot advice work, and then in the event that they're threatened with a lawsuit or sued, I represent them in court. The fun police. I love that. Yeah. Lacey, how about you? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm the fun police because <laughs> in real life, I'm a tax attorney. Oh, I know oh. that sounds very fun, right? Uh, and I also specialize within the tax world uh, of ERISA. So I work for uh, Deloitte, one of the world's largest financial services organization. Uh, and at Deloitte, I specialize in employee benefits and executive compensation. And I'm on the advisory side. So we really consult with our clients uh, who range from human resources to treasury to tax and sometimes even the legal department ensuring that their employees have the best benefits and that our clients actually get to reap the tax benefits of offering those benefits so it can be everything from a domestic uh, welfare plan to a foreign pension plan and also ensuring that they're in compliance with all the laws and regulations. So Andrew tell us a little bit about some of the uh, upcoming events that the YLD has in has in store for folks? I'd love to. So, you know, here we are at the mid-year meeting. We have a lot of really exciting stuff planned, but I guess if you're a listener, you're not necessarily here, so I'll try to preview some of the stuff that's coming up. We have a couple conferences left this year. The next one is we have ABA Day, which is an ABA-wide event that involves going to D.C. and lobbying uh, senators and House members on ABA priorities, including legal aid services funding and uh, assistance to veterans uh, on the legal front. So we're actually doing a new partner institute in conjunction with that. And so one of the few knocks that we hear within the ABA YLD is perhaps too much focus on the newer members to the profession and not as much on the more senior young lawyers. And so the idea behind the new partner institute is to provide training to people who are either new partners or about to become partners on subjects ranging from the ethics and fiduciary responsibilities of becoming a partner to generating business to becoming a mentor from being a mentee. So the idea is really to train those people who are transitioning out of perhaps the young lawyers and into partnership on those skills. So that is in March in D.C. In May, we're going to have our spring conference, which is an ABA YLD standalone conference in Tampa Bay. And it's going to be at a beautiful hotel on the water and going to be great. We're going to be focusing on the future of the practice. So it's going to be in conjunction with the law practice division, and they're going to be bringing a lot of the components of their tech show on the road to our conference. And so we're going to be talking about merging technology with uh, your practice to become more efficient and to be as 21st century as possible. And then at the annual meeting in August, we're going to be talking about the state of the profession, the state of young lawyers. So it's really going to be a more thorough look at sort of where we are, how far we've come, and how far we still have to go. And I think that's going to be a nice transition because um, some of what Lacey's working on for her year is going to be kind of taking off from there on the mental health and wellness front and other fronts as well. 
So, so Lacey, after listening to all this, I'm actually kind of sad that I'm not eligible to be a young lawyer anymore. <laughs> I want to join the party. <laughs> well, we're going to be with them down in Orlando, right? Yeah, we'll be with you all down in Orlando at the, at the meeting. So tell people who are listening how, if they are interested in the Young Lawyers Division, where do they go? How can they get involved? Absolutely. That's a fantastic question. One of the easiest ways to get involved with the ABAYLD is through the appointments process. Every year, including this year, the appointments process ends February the 15th. Uh, It's a process whereby uh, would-be volunteers and young leaders would go onto the website and uh, complete an application. That application process uh, is relatively easy. It's all done online. Uh, You can submit uh, a couple of letters of recommendation, but we're really looking for energetic individuals uh, who can bring their ideas, their talent, and their skill set to the division. And we're looking to fill over 300 leadership positions. So there's plenty of opportunity there for young lawyers to get involved. So we welcome everyone to come. Wow. All right, Andrew, I guess the, the big question is, how much longer do you have and when do you hand the crown over to Lacey? <laughs> uh, so uh, we transition along with kind of when the American Bar Association bar years end. So the mid-year meeting actually marks the midpoint of my year as chair. So when we meet again in August in Chicago, I'm going to literally and figuratively be passing the gavel to Lacey mm-hmm. for the beginning of her year. Looking, f- looking you, forward to it, right, Lacey? Absolutely looking forward to it. <laughs> the do best you, is yet to come. <laughs> do you have specific plans for your year that you're formulating? Sure. We are uh, formulating some some great opportunities. We're going to pick up where Andrew has left off on the Fit to Practice series to really make sure that young lawyers are taking care of themselves in a very holistic manner. Andrew, I think, has done a great job um, broaching the subject about mental health. But what I hope to do next year is really take mental health to another level for young lawyers. It's no secret that this profession is very taxing. Uh, And what we hope to do, no pun intended, very taxing. (laughs) I know, I was grinning, sorry. (laughs) What we hope to do next year is really cover in a more focused manner mental health issues. We're hoping to put together some materials that targets uh, and explains the spectrum of mental health. I think a lot of times when we talk about mental health, it's very taboo and it's very scary because people automatically think about the more severe behavioral issues such Mm -hmm. as bipolar schizophrenia. But I think on a more day-to-day basis, commonly young lawyers are faced with uh, depression, anxiety, compassion fatigue, etc. And that needs to be addressed in a very, you know, hands-on way. In addition to that, we're planning uh, the next public service project where we hope to be able to tackle uh, and have a uh, substantive discussion about cyber safety um, with Mm -hmm. the rapid growing of technology such as Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Young people have so much access today and um, there are so many uh, ways uh, for them to really subject themselves to predators online. So we want to share ways with them how to Mm -hmm. be safe as technology keeps on changing. Well, we're almost at the end of our program here. I want to thank you both, Andrew and Lacey, for being with us. Thank you thank for you. having us. If, if our listeners want to follow up with you, how would they be able to contact you, Andrew? Just send me an email. My email address is A-S-C-H-P-A-K at B-A-R-R-A-N dot com. And you can reach me as well on my email address at LaceyDurhamLaw at Yahoo.com. That's L-A-C-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. L-A-W at Yahoo.com. Well, it was wonderful having you both here with us today. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Sharon Nelson along with John Simic. Until next time, thank you for listening.
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. 